Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. I've joined always by the inventor of the infomercial and the original shark on the hit TV show Shark Tank, Kevin Harrington. Kevin, thanks for coming on today. Seth, great to be here. Thanks for having me today. It's always a pleasure hanging out with you. All right. Today, our very special guest is Bill Harris of Centerpoint.com. Bill is currently president and director of the Centerpoint Research Institute. He started Centerpoint in 1989 with borrowed recording equipment set up on his kitchen table. Today, nearly 2 million people in 193 countries have used Centerpoint programs to improve their lives, and he's one of the best-known personal growth teachers in the world, sharing the stage with Jack Canfield, Stephen Covey, the Dalai Lama, Sir Richard Branson, addressing the United Nations, among many, many other things. Bill, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you for inviting me. It's actually about 2.2 million people at this point. You probably have an older version of my bio. I do. I don't want to shortchange you the extra 200,000. It might be more by the end of our podcast, too. So, (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's hope. (laughs) Let's Uh, hope. So, so Bill, tell me back in 1989, because I, I, I'm, I'm an old entrepreneur myself. I've been, I started back in the 80s doing what I do. Uh, things have changed quite a bit. But, but t- tell me, the, what, what was it that made you start your business back, back in 89? Well, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I was looking to see how to make my phone not ring during this. And... Uh, I'm not that smart, so I took me a while to figure it out. Oh, this one already is set up that way. Well, you know, when I was in my late twenties, uh, I was I mar- I got married, and my uh, my father-in-law was a vice president at Gillette. Okay. About to retire, and he didn't think that me teaching music lessons and teaching jazz improvisation. Uh, at a local college was going to um, keep his daughter in the lifestyle that he have. And so he suggested that I go into the real estate business. And I was actually kind of a, kind of a a druggy uh, ne'er do well at that point, jazz musician. Yeah. But I, for some reason I did it. And I learned so much about, uh, finance, how deals are financed, and that sort of a thing. Pretty soon, right. everybody in the office was coming to me because their deal would fall, start to fall apart because they were just doing it in a conventional way. And I'd say, oh, no, there's, there's ways that uh, the owner can take back paper and uh, he can sell the paper and get his money right now. And, right. and I would put all these deals together. So I was getting 10% of everybody's deal. I was doing better than the broker. Right. Because I was getting, getting my stuff and, and everything. So I, but the, the main thing that happened during that time is that uh, the broker 
suggested that I, and I learned how to sell during that time too. I went, took a lot of courses in, in sales and that sort of thing. But I, uh, he suggested I read Think and Grow Rich. So I read Think and Grow Rich. I've read it almost 60 times at this point. Yeah. I read it over and over and over. I keep finding places and I thought, I don't remember this being in there. Yeah. You read something 56 times or something, you would remember all of it, but there's a lot of, a lot of stuff in there. Anyway, yeah. you know, he was saying you should set goals and that sort of thing, write them down. And so I started doing that and my hand would shake as I would write them because I had no confidence that I could do any of it. And I, you know, I mean, a lot of people when they're starting off, uh, they're afraid, they don't know what to do. They don't know how, how to do it. They don't know what to do first. All that. Well, and I was just like that. Phil, you went through some personal stuff, didn't you, that inspired you to start creating the Holosync technology? Well, uh, actually, with Holosync, I was, I don't, I don't know if anybody that's listening to this even knows what Holosync is, but uh, uh, we can sort of get into that in, in, in a moment and not spend too much time uh, on the, the details of that, because I don't think they're probably what people are here for. But uh, I was really interested in meditation. I, I was a very repellent negative, uh, difficult to deal with person when I was younger. And somebody had suggested that I should learn to meditate because they probably wanted me to calm the fuck down. And because uh, uh, <laughs> everybody would say, you're so intense. Uh, and so I learned to meditate. And uh, being a type A personality, I became a type A meditator in the sense that I was very disciplined about it and all that sort of right. stuff. I was also kind of a science geek. I'd taken all the pre-med sciences in school and I was really into science and I would read reading, uh, you know, uh, papers that scientists had written that were in, you know, peer reviewed journals and that sort of stuff. And um, I ran across information that uh, about what, what was going on in the brain when people were, were, were meditating which I found very interesting. Then I ran across this other uh, piece of research from, uh, and a lot of that research, by the way, was done at Harvard and the world famous Menninger Clinic and a few other places. And then I ran across this paper uh, that was by a researcher at Mount Sinai Medical Center where he was describing a certain characteristic of the brain that when you uh, uh, stimulated it with certain uh, very precise sign combinations of sine wave audio tones right. through headphones so you could target certain things to one side of the brain, certain things to the other side of the brain and so on, that it would uh, essentially, without going into a big explanation of it, uh, would change the electrical patterns in the brain. Okay. And it turned out there were all these, there was no reason given for doing this in this paper. It was, so you created a technology that would mimic the same brainwave patterns as if, let's say, I was a Tibetan Buddhist monk who had been meditating for decades. Exactly. Although I, that, I didn't know I was really doing that. I just said, gee, these are the brainwave patterns of meditation. This guy says that by doing this, you can change brainwave patterns. I wonder if I could create those of meditation and what would that be like? Would it work? Would it be as good? Would it be better? What, whatever. So I was a graduate student in music composition uh, at the time. I went into the engineering lab at the college I was at uh, 
and borrowed a bunch of equipment from the head of the department, got him to give me this equipment. I had no idea how to, how to use it. And, uh, but I figured it out and I bought some other equipment that he needed. I remember I bought it from a, a catalog. I don't even know how I figured this out, but I bought it from a catalog for television repairmen. Okay. It was some measurement equipment to measure electrical stuff. Was, and, was this back in 89 or way back? 85. 85, my goodness. 85. Okay. So I started making, you know, playing around and learned how to re, kind of duplicate what this guy was talking about in this paper. Uh, and uh, then a couple of friends and, and I started listening to this to as if we were meditating. And it blew our minds. It was, it was so potent. And we finished listening. We felt stoned on our, and I was into being stoned in those days. And, 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 uh, but we were stoned on our own neurochemicals. Right. But then, so, you know, the, the immediate effect of it was really cool. But then over time, over the next four years, between 85 and 89, when I actually started the company, my whole personality changed. I calmed down. I stopped being angry. I stopped saying snarky, nasty things to people and uh, all kinds of other things. And I stopped being depressed and I stopped being anxious. And all these things that I had made me kind of repellent, it was actually alternately charming and repellent, actually, <laughs> as the way some people described me in those days. But at any rate, uh, then people would say, hear that we were doing this they said well i want to try that and so over those four years we had about 150 ish people in the u.s and canada and in europe and uh, at, in a sort of hundredth monkey sort of way in 1989 quite a few of them began saying to me completely independently without even knowing each other you should create a structured way to use this and start a business wow. well let me tell you the extent of my ambition in those days, which was sort of the extent of my confidence. I was making about 30000 a year at the time on some uh, rent from properties that I had bought when I had been in real estate right. before. And, I, you know, I was making about 3000 a month, which was, you know, a lot more spending power than it has now. It was probably more like. Ten or twelve thousand a month in spending power, yeah. but I was just sort of loafing around doing this and playing around with this sort of a thing, and I thought, wow, if I could make another thirty thousand a year, that would double my income. That would be unbelievable. I was, you know, that was the extent of my. Right. But, so anyway, and I didn't know anything about how to run a business particularly, but I started off. Uh, um, you know, I kept my customer list on three by five cards in a little plastic recipe box. That's how sophisticated I was in the beginning. But what happened was that it, this changes people so deeply and profoundly. Uh, I now know that what it does is it calms the limbic system, the source of fight or flight and of sort of stupid, I want it now and who gives a shit about the consequences kind of decisions. And it also enhances the prefrontal cortex, which is part of the brain that's responsible for executive control, learning from experience, pattern recognition, creativity, managing your emotions, and a whole lot of other beneficial things. And uh, this profoundly changes those two key parts of your brain. Wow. And so people have really huge changes in things they never thought were changeable. When they, when they use this. 
So at, at any rate, the, the, the company limped along for a while because I didn't know what I was doing. But then I began to get in with some of the top uh, marketing copywriters in the world. And now I'm known as one of the top copywriters in the world. Okay. But, uh, and I just sort of learned from these guys. And then things really started to open up. And pretty soon it was really spreading like crazy. And um, uh, at this point I've sold, I, I actually kind of stopped tallying it up, but but I've been saying for five or six years that we've sold over $180 million worth of this stuff in 193 countries. And, um, you know, it became something very successful. And as uh, Seth mentioned in the introduction, as a result of that, I was asked to share the stage with the Dalai Lama. I spoke at the United Nations. I was a founding member of Jack Canfield's uh, um, uh, Transformational Leadership Council. I was a founding member of Ken Wilber's uh, uh, Integral Institute, and you got a couple of best-selling books. Yeah, yeah. My my uh, my first book, uh, Thresholds of the Mind. There's over a hundred million, no, a hundred, uh, no, one million of those books in print, and um, and I guesstimate that I made about forty dollars for every book that was in print because. It was, it was partially designed to get people to be really excited about using Holosync. And so lots and lots of people. You know, the other thing was that, I don't know if you've ever heard of Bob Serling. He's a, a marketing guru. I heard, yes. I haven't heard much from Bob for a long time. But, but Bob had this newsletter and this other friend of mine who was uh, also kind of a guy that was on the circuit doing marketing, speaking uh, in front of groups about marketing, uh, Brad Anton, uh, he sent me this newsletter that he had done the early days of the internet, um, when a lot of really ineffective bullshit things were happening on the internet. Nobody had figured out how to use it really. And Bob said, you know, most of what's going on in the internet these days is complete crap, but here are some things that I found that really work. And he listed four or five things or whatever it was. And I read, the, read it and I thought, God, that's exactly what I've been saying. Most of this stuff that people are doing is just bull bullshit. And, uh, and I, I ended my email by saying, there's, there's, uh, there's one thing you didn't mention that I've been doing that when I started doing it, it increased my sales by 400% instantly. Hmm. Sincerely, Bill. <laughs> I didn't tell him what it was. <laughs> in about three minutes, my phone rang, and it was yeah. him. Right. And so I told him what I was doing, and what I was, what I, what I was doing. What, as far as I know, I'm the first person to do this. Although somebody else may have thought of it before I did, and I just didn't know about it. But when we offered a free Holosync CD, right? Free special report, right? To, uh, a long form sales letter. And um, in return, we ask people a, a series of questions. We fill out the survey and we'll give you this stuff. And the survey was kind of questions you'd ask uh, a prospect if you were going to then sell them something. And, um, you know, we're asking of, of these benefits, which one is most important to you? And uh, uh, if you're not completely uh, sold on doing this, uh, what's the one thing that's holding you back? There's a few few key questions we were asking. And then, um, and I started off doing this manually because the, the numbers weren't that big in the beginning. And we, um, 
I wrote them back a, a personalized email responding to what they said in the survey. And, and people- and Magically they bought. People bought in droves and then we automated it. After about six months, we, we took all, the, we, in fact, we didn't need, people were just giving us all these benefits and we sort of sorted them and realized, well, this guy, yeah. you know. So anyway, uh, I, I explained how I did this with, you know, there's no point going into the whole thing because it's not a novel idea anymore. But, but Bob said, wow, what a great idea. Can I interview you on a, a teleseminar, which was kind of a new thing then. And I said, well, and I was actually thinking about my schedule when I could do it. He thought I was thinking maybe I don't want to do it. So he said, I'll pay $5,000. And I said, okay, sure. Uh, and so I did it. You learned the magic power of the pause. <laughs> I guess. But uh, at any rate, then I found out that Bob. Um, Bill, I'm going to interrupt you for one second. You, you, you went from kitchen table to $100, $200 million in sales. I, I know Kevin's got some questions about how you pulled that off. Well, okay. Well, this is, this is part of it. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's something that we said earlier that made me think of this. So, but it's also kind of a good, good story. So anyway, Bob, I found out that Bob had made $240,000 on the teleseminar. Huh. And uh, you only got five grand. <laughs> <laughs> and it was all about my idea. And then he, and then he uh, repeated the teleseminar many times as any intelligent marketer would you got something that brought in a quarter of a million dollars for spending an hour and now he had it on tape so he just ran it a number of times then he um then he told his list here you can have this um use it however you want make whatever money you want to make from it and then he sold that to a guy who you guys may know of. I, I, I'm pretty sure Seth knows of him anyway, uh, Corey Rudel, yep. who, who was one of the first people to have a course on how to make money on online okay. back in the 90s. And he sold the shit out of it and everything. And the, the headline Bob used for this was mysterious, it's a good headline, mysterious Mr. H uh, quadruple sales overnight with one simple idea hmm. or something yeah. like one simple yeah, headline. Yeah. yeah. And so I became known in the early, say, is that why your Skype name is mysterious? <laughs> well, you know, somebody that works for me set that up as mysterious. Mr. H as my Skype, my Skype name. I didn't do that, but, but I became known all over the marketing community as the mysterious Mr. H and all the people that came uh, to uh, find out what the, you know, to see what I was doing that had been talked about in this, almost all of them bought because uh, I had this really well-written long form sales letter and people bought. So um, there's, I, I've always had this crossover into the uh, how to make money online group you've done it. because of that. Sure. So, Let's so let Kevin ask a question or two because yeah. we only got 10 minutes left. Yeah, we well, got a few minutes left. I it's an amazing story. I love it. And congratulations, you know, now with 2 million plus, 2.2 million plus uh, folks in your, your database. Now, so where these people, do they pay, you know, one time monthly fees, you have continuity? How, how, how's the structure of your revenue streams? Well, first of all, 
the, the Holosync, the program we have that's bit, built around this Holosync audio technology is uh, there, it's a sort of a built-in back end, you might say. Right. There's an initial level, and then there are 12 more levels after that that are custom recorded, which is a, 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 another story. But uh, it takes 10 to 12 years to go through all these levels. I was going to say, that's um, why I, don't, I didn't even know about the top six through 12, because I've only gone through one through five. But you see, the, the, uh, and it takes a certain amount of time for your brain to make the changes that it's being stimulated to make. And so until you've that, you know, and there's certain signs that you've made them, and then you can go on to the next one, the next one. And of course, you know, there are people that drop out along the way because they don't quite get it. But, uh, but it's, it, that's one reason why I made a lot of money is because there's a built-in back end ascension model where people... People get into this and it's so amazing and you feel so good when you use it. People get kind of addicted to it in a good way. Okay. So that's one reason. The other thing that I did that, that I did accidentally that turned out to be a really brilliant idea. I wish I, I should say that I thought of this, uh, you know, but I, I really, I didn't think of it for the, for the right reason, but I started sending out these, follow-up support letters every two weeks to people when they started. And then when they went on to the next level, there was another series of letters and, you know, and this were, these were actual, actual letters in the mail in those days. Now they're, then they became emails and now they're videos, but there's, there's also an audio and a, and a, a written version still. But at any rate, one of the things I did in these um, letters was I described I didn't set out to do this, but I, I described all the ways somebody could do this wrong and therefore quit or uh, make misunderstand what was happening and therefore quit. For instance, one just one little example of that. People had this assumption that when you meditate, your mind is supposed to be really quiet. Well, it becomes quiet over quite a few years when you meditate, although... See, Holosync really creates the same uh, benefits of meditation, but about eight times faster. Hmm. So it really accelerates getting to this place that you right. see some monk or something, and you think, wow, he's so calm, he's so peaceful, he's so present, he's so, uh, this happens a lot faster. But listening, or is there any kind of light sensations involved also? Uh, yeah. no, no light. No lights. I've seen some programs that have a light thing that yeah, there's. Those are sort of a toy compared to yeah. what we're doing, quite frankly. But yeah. uh, the, the, there's, we've had many, many, many knockoffs. The only reason anybody else knows about this kind of stuff, and it's widely known, is because of Centerpoint. Right. Uh, gotcha. Because we're the ones that really, you know, okay. created a, a really good product and really marketed it correctly. But just let me, let me finish this one thought, because I think it's a really powerful one. The what I did is I described all the ways somebody could somehow decide to quit, and I kind of pre framed look, this is going to happen. This would be like if somebody was taking a course on how to start a business, and you said, You know, usually at least by six months, sometimes sooner, people start saying, You know what, I don't think I could do this. This is too hard for me. I'm not smart enough. 
I don't, I don't know what to do next, blah, 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 blah. And they take certain, or you do something and it doesn't, doesn't work out the way you hoped it would. And, you know, you have this idea in the beginning that... Yeah, you're almost overcoming all their objections in advance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so when, when somebody has something happen that is, I mean, what I just described about the business, that happens to almost everybody new, new to being an entrepreneur, is that you, what, you go, what? Everything I'm doing isn't working? Well, I must be an idiot. I should, I should quit. You know, they don't realize that the, 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 the longer you've been in business, the more times you've failed and the wiser you've become because of it and all that. Uh, and that that's natural and that you should be going, yay. Yeah. I learned a really important really important, you know, but uh, so if you preframe that, then when that happens, people say, you know, he said this would happen. It's a great copywriting. Uh, and technique. he said what to do when this happened. And so I did that for a whole lot of things. And so in a, in a kind of a mail order sort of business or internet business these days, where you're lucky if you get 5% uh, of people to open the damn package and use the product, we will have 40% of the people that use the first level buy the second level. And of those yeah. people, about you know, forty-eight percent will buy the next level, and about you know, fifty-five. Yeah, great numbers, will. Bill. For those and folks who are not, listening or watching, where is where do you want us to send them to learn more information about CenterPoint and HoloSync and all things mysterious, Mister H? Well, the main website is uh, CenterPoint.com. See, and CenterPoint, you have to know how to spell it. It has an e on the end of point. C-E-N-T-E-R-P-O-I-N-T-E.com. And actually, that is not a page we send people to usually. Uh, we, uh, we, we could create a page, especially for, uh, for your people to go to. Uh, that is a long-form sales letter. It's a damn good letter. And, uh, but uh, that's not where we usually send people. It's kind of an old old page where I will, I will connect with Scott and we'll get a landing page up for it. Yeah. One last question for Bill. So do people that want to stop smoking or lose weight, is this for all those kind of situations and make more money? Is that, I mean, there's, can you, can you solve problems in your life? Is that ultimately where this goes? A absolutely. Because yeah. one of the things that I have discovered is that almost all the, the quote unquote negatives that people want to get rid of, negative feelings, negative behaviors, uh, uh, procrastination, uh, you know, not, not being persistent, blah, 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 all the things that keep you from winning and being an entrepreneur, and all the positive things that, that you want to develop but may not have when you start, well, I certainly didn't, you know, of being motivated, confident, persistent, uh, pattern recognition, uh, you know, problem solving, you know, having a pleasing personality, all these, all these things that help you so much uh, in, in being a success, the, the negative things are really caused by an overactive limbic system. Holistic calms the limbic system. Those things just begin to dissolve. Yeah. Even if you thought they were an intricate, integral part of your personality. And the positive qualities are really the, the result of a, an enhanced, stronger prefrontal cortex. So Holosync does that too. So it, it's, it's almost, you know, I have a hard time selling this in the sense that 
people think I'm overselling it sometimes because I'm saying all these negative problems are going to disappear. All these positive things you've always envied in other people are going to begin to appear. And people think I'm overselling it. And after they do it, they say, I can't believe I'm saying this, but you were underselling it, if anything. Yeah. All right. Well, we will send all of our people. We'll put a link in the show notes. We'll get all that coordinated with your team so that we can send our folks to check out this amazing resource. Bill, thank you so much for joining us. You are, you are very welcome. Thank you. Bill, thank you, buddy. Good. Look forward to meeting you someday soon. Thank you. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.